Welcome to another episode of the Carpe Fide Podcast, where if the shoe fits, you wear it. And if the truth hurts, you bear it. Which is not easy to say on the first try. On the first try. But there will be a lot of bearing here on the Carpe Fide Podcast. Oh right? no, bearing up and also bearing it all. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, this title of our episode tonight is going to be, If WAP's Okay, Then Our Culture Hates Women. Mm. 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 Bearing indeed. Jesse had you had you had um posited a potential another title to this. It should just be called WAP versus Proverbs thirty one. Oh, that would be a No contest. Ugh. That's a that's a first round knockout for Proverbs thirty one right KO <coughs> Finish him. Alright. Her, Her. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Our subtitle tonight is a Christian call to keep little girls cute rather than Cuties. Hmm. Oh. oh. Two things there. Shabang So we thought we'd start off tonight. If you can't tell, we're going to talk about two uh, two cultural hotbeds right now. Netflix is just released. Uh, that would be today, the 9th of September. A uh, show called Cuties. Uh, and more on that later. And not to get too much detail early on, but we will we will dive uh, dive briefly into that. But also to address uh, the cultural phenomenon. Uh, overwhelming phenomenon that is um the music video wap wap no 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 wap soft day it's like rap but not but with <laughs> but with a w uh this is a i see what they did yeah you see that no that's not what they did though they uh, did something far different so the music video is released by cardi b and get this straight megan the stallion she is the stallion that would be two E's. Not thine. Not thine. Not the. The Stallion. There's only one. And uh, they just released this music video called WAP. So we'll, uh, we'll dive into that uh, by kicking ourselves off here by just reading a few of our select lyrics. Now we're going to try not to laugh. I... <laughs> well, so we bad. failed. So we tried. And we it, failed. It's so bad. To give you some of the lyrics to help you understand why we're about to discuss um, just... The real issue here being that I have seen I have seen some people defending um defending this from just perspectives of race and art and I I, I don't know how. I, I, I honestly don't know how. I, I don't know in what way we are advancing the cause uh <laughs> for women uh to be treated as women should be treated, uh, which is as co equal image bearers of God, we'll we'll get into that. Uh, in this, in this, this song, in absolutely anyway. So <clears throat> we'll just we'll just go like this. Uh, we'll edit it appropriately. Um, let's just say the A and the P in WAP. It's an <laughs> <laughs> stand for certain words. So if you didn't know this, you should. And there's a very important reason why you should. All right, we'll get to that in a second too. So all this, this is just all build up. So here's just a here's just how the song begins. So also a special note, if you have kids, just be cautious this episode to listen without them. Um, <laughs> Please. The the beginning of this, this music video will pan pans into, and, and this is sadly the only part that I can actually relate to you because I've not seen the entirety of the music video. Uh, it pans into a house um, and the, the opening repeat <laughs> phrase is, there's some whores in this house. 
And then that so, would be repeated. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. So clearly, there's a, some whores in this house. A house you should avoid. That. Well, I mean, but unless, here we are. We're 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 going into it, so you don't have. Yes, to. that's the video. That's yes. So dive, dive don't dive, dive is the wrong word to use tonight. <laughs> there's nothing in which we should be diving here. Um, <clears throat> continue. I apologize. Mm. Literally, the 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 opening <laughs> the opening stanza here is: I said, hold up. Certified freak, seven days a week. There's going to be some repeats in here. It's going to be repeating. Then then it gets right to the title of what WAP stands for. Wet ascot punching bag. <laughs> okay. I subbed in other words for A&P there just because, dear gracious. Uh, make that pullout game weak. And that's just how the song starts. I like to tell you it gets better from there. It just doesn't. Uh, the denigration in this song of women... <laughs> Is pretty much, I don't know. I, it, it may be unparalleled. I, I've never, I've never experienced or heard anything so degrading as this song. I, I can't. I, I just don't understand how any self-respecting person subjects themselves to these types of descriptions. It, 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 it boggles my mind. Every word I say. Like there's look, <laughs> just, look there's to, all these words are are not inappropriate words. Ready. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down inside of me. What are you? Why? Why? All right. So here's 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 the kicker, right? Here's the kicker we're trying to present. The overwhelming reality that our society has decided for some reason that women are basically um, sentient uh, sex dolls. I, I don't know another way to describe what this song would would literally literally put. Now this this is an issue. But the issue is even bigger when you consider it's a cultural issue because the music video itself is completely uncensored on YouTube. You can watch this music video on YouTube right now. And not just you, but your four-year-old daughter and your eight-year-old son can watch this music video on YouTube. Which is, by by the way, why technology is important to be uh, uh, used well and, and as a parent, guarded closely. Yeah. Uh, the current the current uh, watch count is something like 180 million views on this video, um, and and uh, it is completely unrestricted. So uh, so enjoy that. I mean, I literally I can uh, click on this video right now, right in front of you, and no, nothing pops up. There's no warning. There is no nothing at all. <laughs> well, I mean, there's lots of something, but it's nothing, nothing at all. I ridiculous. That's the problem. This is the problem. All right. If you'd like to Google the lyrics for yourself, I recommend it. Unless you want to see a giant statue of uh, busty naked women spitting water out of their nipples <laughs> as the opening scene, I would advise you to not watch the music video. That's your call, though, completely. So here's the thing. We laid that out for you. That This, this is what our culture is feeding the, the young girls in our culture. And I mean no age restrictions. There's no age restrictions. Zero. So, so what are we what, what are we to do with this, Jesse? What what is what is where do we go as a as a society if this is what we're putting onto our our, our ladies? Uh, well, I feel right now that I need a shower because uh, I just feel disgusting. <clears throat> but um, besides that, I mean, we this is just clearly crystal clear. I mean, Cardi B could not have made it any clearer. The picture that we should not be portraying 
of women for our young women to imitate. By our young women, I mean our, our children, mainly. Um, Not just yours and mine. I, I, I'm speaking, we're speaking in a very meta sense here. All, all, all children. children. Um, we, it's, it is just, it, it amazes me the types of things now that we think that <clears throat> fall under categories like art or women empowerment or, you know, all, all of these buzz, buzzwords that people try to put this type of song, this type of video into to rationalize it as some type of normal behavior. That's not normal behavior. And it's nowhere near righteous behavior that we want our children to, to model. So this is the problem is a feedback loop because you have you have girls growing up in a culture where this is looked at with all an admiration and ultimately uh, imitation. And then you have then you have this cuties phenomenon, which the Internet was rightfully outraged over. The, the movie is the exact same that it was with or without the poster. And it's posted. Anybody can watch it which is clearly an over-sexualization of young girls. Now, you can be outraged at the over-sexualization of young girls, but you should be just as outraged that at the teacher who's teaching the over-sexualization of young girls. That is, at this point, Cardi B. You can't have moral outrage on the one hand and not experience moral outrage at the other. And, and the reason that is is because when you look at the Bible... Um, we have to come to an, a biblical understanding of how we are to treat women. Um, and, and I know we have some scriptures here that we want to dive into, so we might want to um, shimmy right on into that. But um, the value of women is far higher than anything that Cardi B has in her mind or on her YouTube page. That's for darn sure. And this is this is the cultural crux. We're, we're going we're gonna to fight. We're going to somehow fight over over a wage gap um, without taking into account, you know, uh, vocation choice, a, a myriad of, of factors, right? Um, and why we don't talk about the death gap, the vocational death gap? There's a big death gap. Yeah. It is not right. I am outraged. But but regardless, why... <laughs> Women should be dying more, more in their vocations. Well, if we want equity... well. That's right. The equality of outcomes. But look, here, here different podcast. Different podcast. Different podcast. Getting back into it here. Just getting right back into it. <laughs> if you if you want to fight for the equality, right? Just just the equal access, the equal uh, treatment um, of men and women, and then you want to promote this view as if somehow this view of women as simply objects for sexual gratification of men. By the way. It would seem this, this song was very strongly uh, a, a heterosexual song. I don't even know why culture just glances right over that altogether. Anyway, like, is is that right? Is it she allowed to do that? It, it's it's so this these movements just eat themselves. Um, and really, here's the real thing, <laughs> don't you? the The real thing that you have to you have to consider as Christians what are we what are what are we to speak into that can be pushing pushing life into these areas of culture, speaking and breathing the life of God, which affirms and, and, and values women, right? Far more than our culture does. Mm. So yeah, diving right in, 
we got a light outline here we wanted to go through. Starting at the very beginning, all right, back, back, back in time, mm. um, with with creation and the creative order. God starts right away in Genesis one, speaking about His creation, um, and when He when He begins to speak about creation in Genesis one, particularly coming uh, to His His seminal moment in creation where um, He creates man. So as I read Genesis one, starting in verse twenty six, uh, through uh, I will read all the way through um, twenty eight. Um, and as I read these, uh, it's going to start out as uh, using the word man. And when it, when you hear the word man, particularly in this passage, uh, you should definitely hear the, the the connotation right of language of humanity. So this is not speaking specifically solely of um, man. This is speaking about of uh, speaking about humans. All right, mankind. So, mankind. Correct. So here we here we go. Genesis one twenty six. Then God said, "Let us make man in our image, after our likeness." And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful, multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And the important thing that I wanted to pull out here. Uh, is that God in this passage, as he creates man, in the first moments of the creation, he creates man in his own image. He creates them male and female in his own image. They are co-equal image bearers of God. And this this is the essence of what we would understand as far as men and women, this equality, this equality mindset. Men and women are equal image bearers of God. They are not the same, right? Not they same, are, same. Not same, same. But they are co-equal image bearers. <clears throat> they both equally bear the image of God. Right? Amen? Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, what that does practically is it, um, number one, it instills us with infinite value and worth um, because God himself is of infinite value and worth. Um, it, it makes um, something so simple as dust from what we were created um, into something uh, beautiful, um, into something useful, um, into something that has purpose and meaning um, and uh, flourishing. So <clears throat> when, when we speak of men and women as equal image bearers of God, um, there is a huge, a whole host of, of beautiful, purposeful things that we're talking about. That's just wrapped up even just within that term. Um, that's just clearly not reflected here uh, when we're talking about WAP. Um, but there's more. Oh, but wait, because after Genesis one comes Genesis, Genesis two, number two, and in Genesis two we find ourselves stumbling upon a more a more uh, zoomed in. Uh, focused uh, creative account of that day where he creates man. And on the day he creates man, men and women, he zooms in for us to give us a deeper and fuller uh, idea of what it looked like for man and woman to be created together. Um, and particularly want to focus on in this uh, 
Genesis 2, this, this phrase that God instills as he is, is having uh, man, Adam in this case, um, go about his, <laughs> go about his life and his call <clears throat> prior to Eve being created to make sure that, that Adam understands why he's creating Eve. So in Genesis 2.18, we pick it up here, and literally this is the, the words of the Lord. Then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. And this is important because everything up to this point in creation had been good. Very good. Very good. No, it was very good. Um, except, except this thing, that it is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. And then we get into this idea because we read, we, we automatically map into our cultural idea of what the word helper means, right? And we, we pull it out of its context. We give it our own cultural connotation and ignore the fact of what, what helper truly is. <coughs> the way to this is he's then going to have Adam. He's going to, he's going to have Adam name the animals and, and watch the animals and observe the animals and see how animals have male and female of their own kind and they work together to accomplish the call of creation for each of the animals. But here's Adam by himself looking around like, I don't know if I can, I don't think I can do all this. Like, and that was the point. God wanted him to realize it, it is not good for him to be alone. He needs, he, he needs a helper. It is what he needed. And, and most accurately, I find interesting is that it, when you look back at the, at the image bearing of God, he creates male and female in his image. And in order to get a nice, full and complete picture of the image of God, he creates two beings that are different, yet co-equal image bearers. And here we have the, the woman, the, the Eve coming in to be the helper suitable for Adam. Literally, the, the customized need fixer for Adam. The need, he, he was not going to be able to accomplish what God had for him without Eve. <clears throat> Particularly, the Psalms uses this term many times to refer specifically to God himself. So in Psalm thirty-three twenty, we read, our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Psalm 75, but I am poor and needy. Hasten to me, O God. You are my help and my deliverer. O Lord, do not delay. Psalm 159, O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. So fleshing that out even more, what does helper, what does helper take on for you when you think about helper? Uh, <clears throat> for me, helper uh, makes me think of my own inability as a person. It doesn't place me in a position of um, power or of, of greater worth or anything like that. Um, it actually highlights my need rather than my strength. And so when, um, when we get to, um, understanding what helper is and when we get to see, um, God himself actually come to our aid as our helper, it's not highlighting our strength. It's highlighting his strength. It's, it's highlighting our weakness and our inability to, to get the job done that he, that he has for us with, without himself. That's correct. And, and so when we, when we then look at that into the gender roles, um, you know, in Genesis two and even in the curse in Genesis three, you know, 
we see that when God made Eve a helper to Adam, it doesn't highlight his position. It highlights his inability, mm-hmm. his uh, need, his deficiency, mm-hmm. his need. Um, and that, and that the woman in her, um, in her, uh, role, um, would be that of completion of fulfillment of, of, of lifting up and raising both to, um, to an equal status, um, in, in different and unique roles and ways so that, so that when a man is, or when a man is taking up his role, um, he, he is doing so as, as God would have him. Um, but that he cannot, he cannot work that out without, without a woman there, um, to be his, to be his helper. Um, and that her, her giftings and her abilities are just as necessary for the flourishing of a family, um, as are his. Amen. That's how that's how I would describe that. That's, I feel like it's absolutely accurate. We we think that the, this we say, oh, oh, God created woman as a helper. Well, oh, so she's just a help. Um, well, yeah, because Adam was incredibly needy. Right. Look, we know this to be true already, right? I mean, we know this to be true. It's just true. We need help. We need help. Can't do it. We can't do what we are called to do as completely uh, without the coequal image bearer of woman. In the, in the world that God created. So here we find ourselves uh, at the moment before we, we go any further. In the creative process, God places a high value and a clear value on, on women by creating a woman as the specific fulfilling uh, helper to the need of man to accomplish the creative order. And that is not a denig- term of denigration. It is a very term that God himself makes. We see that the the... The Holy Spirit himself is referred to as the helper by the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ himself. And so this is not a denigrated term in any way. Not, that flows naturally out of the fact that woman is created as the co-equal image bearer of God. Now, these these two concepts, just in these first two chapters of the Bible, already have elevated the value of women far beyond whatever standard you think is even lightly applied in the song WAP. Whatever, whatever, whatever standard you think is there, these two chapters of the Bible, in their construct of what women are in God's economy, has blown WAP out of the water. Has crushed it. Completely. But we're not done. Thankfully, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, thankfully. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Right. But wait, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take this yeah, one. Yeah, you're so. on it. So Proverbs 31 is one of the seminal chapters. Um, Wait, I used the word seminal earlier. You can't use seminal again. Uh, one of the archetypical, I don't know, is one of the main passages that people turn to when they look at um, uh, what a desirable woman uh, living in her God-given roles would be. Um, you know, the last half of the chapter, this is, um, the words uh, of King Lemuel, um, but he's reciting them as as advice that his mother had given him um, concerning, you know, really what to look for in a wife. I mean, it, and it's it's funny because I think that even as we read Proverbs thirty one, um, some of the common you know criticisms of Christianity and the way that Christians have typically viewed male and female roles. 
Um, I, I think that this even blows some of those notions away um, as far as how how Christians see women living out their God-given role as, as helper. You're talking perhaps about a the the, the cultural um, – well, the word is, is like not on – it's not there for me. It's gone completely – the uh, when you I really when you really wish a broad brush, a whole group of people. It's a uh, Je- generalization. Sure, that's fine. We'll just use that stereotype. The, the stereotype, there we the go. cultural stereotype of Christianity <clears throat> and their view of women over time has been in a role of subservience in much in many ways to a man, the the strong dominant male figure mm-hmm. uh, over top of the fragile and frail female. Right, mm-hmm. that's that you're talking about that 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 sort of archety- archetypical arch- archetypal. You, what you said earlier, yeah, yep, <laughs> a view of, of 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 men and women and their relationship that that is sometimes pushed upon Christianity. Yeah, this undoes that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, come- just the, right to the text. I mean, so if, if you start in verse ten, <clears throat> it says, "Who can find a wife of noble character? She is far more precious than jewels. Um, the heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will not lack anything good. She rewards him with good, not evil, all the days of her life." And then he, here we transition to just some of the many things that she does for the benefit of the household. Um, so she selects wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like merchant ships bringing her food from far away. She rises while it is still night and provides food for her household and portions for her female servants. She evaluates a field and buys it. She plants a vineyard with her earnings. She draws on her strength and reveals that her arms are strong. She sees that her profits are good, and her lamp never goes out at night. She extends her hand to the spinning staff, and her hand holds the spindle. Her hands reach out to the poor, and she extends her hands to the needy. She is not afraid for her household when it snows, for all in her household are doubly clothed. She makes her own bed covering. Her, Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known at the city gates, where he sits among the elders of the land. She makes and sells linen garments. She delivers belts to the merchants. <clears throat> strength and honor are her clothing, and she can laugh at the time to come. Her mouth speaks wisdom, and loving instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the activities of her household and is never idle. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also praises her. Many women have done noble deeds, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive, and beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Give her the reward of her labor and let her works praise her at the city gates. And I mean, here you can just see such a stark, <laughs> stark, I'm sorry, every time I think of those dang lyrics, you can just see such a stark contrast to what an absolutely stunning woman is compared to what an absolute sex object our culture views women as. I mean, it is it is denigrating compared to what this desirable woman is. I mean, she evaluates fields and buys it. That means number one, she, she's, uh, resourceful. Um, and she's, she's always having an eye on, on the economy for lack of better term. I mean, just going out, acquiring land, um, you know, understanding her their own it's, family it's finances, practically commodity trading that this woman <clears throat> is endeavoring into. And, and yeah, I mean, the, the the reality here is none of this is done outside of the view of her husband. Her husband is respected elder at the city gates. Mm-hmm. He's also worked hard. He's also a man who is worthy of respect. And and it is that way in which he treats his wife so much so that he trusts her to be able to to 
survey property to be able to make purchases that are wise investments for the home because he knows uh, that that he loves her. She knows he knows that she loves him. He knows they both love their family and they want the best for it. And they're working they're working together in tandem. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she's generous. It says her hands reach out to the poor and she extends her hand to the needy. Now, I don't want to know the answer to this question, but I doubt um, there's much we can find in the lyrics of WAP that would fall under the category of uh, generous to other people um, in this way. Uh, <laughs> she um, Strength and honor are her clothing. I mean, that's literally just a slap in the face to this over-sexualization, objectification type view. Um, that we find in the lyrics of Waps. Wouldn't you rather have strength and honor than, (laughs) dear God, anything that that song says? (laughs) Don't say it. Don't say it. Literally anything that that song says. Isn't strength and honor far more beautiful? I mean, I mean, her mouth speaks wisdom and loving instruction is on her tongue. I don't think that this woman is singing that song. No. And 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 let me let me let me let me say this. If there is a Christian who finds themselves in any way trying to defend WAP by any category that you're trying to defend it in, I don't care what category you're using, you have failed. You have failed at understanding who God is and what God has called you to be. Yeah. You have failed outright. It is a complete and total failure. And what you need, you what you need to do is repent. Every other Christian who's like, I would never let my kids watch that video. Understand this: if you're not monitoring your computer, your kid can watch this video any dang time they will feel like it. And the real question is: Are you not letting them watch this video? Are you protecting the the internet and technology from your child? And are you promoting the right biblical view of women, right? That God has established. These are the words of a mother to her child that is going to be ruling, and her words are clear. In Proverbs 31. In Proverbs 31. Sorry. In, not, not in WAP. Not <laughs> in WAP. Well, in Proverbs just... 31. And <laughs> oh. what she is saying, she literally starts out, she, she, she starts out with her advice in verse 2. What, O my son, and, wh- and what, O son of my womb, and what, O son of my vows, do not give your strength to women. Or your ways to that which destroys kings. What she knows is that women, women in their relationship to men can literally be the, the undoing, right? Because we know we are deficient, because we know we are needy, because we know we, we cannot do it on our own. We are very willing to give, to, to allow other things to factor our, our motivations in our relationships. And, and ladies, one, Value yourself like God values you. He values you here mm. in Proverbs thirty-one. Be this woman. One of the things Proverbs also tells us is that a man that finds a wife finds a good thing. It doesn't say that a man that finds a good weekend time finds a good thing. It says a man that finds a wife. Ladies, be a wife. Be a wife first. You're like, how can I be a wife if I'm not married? You can be literally doing the things God has called you to do. From a from a Christian perspective, this is not hard. This is not rocket science. You, you, you are the thing that God has called you to be, a woman who is highly valued and highly praised because she works hard, she is industrious, and she desires to care for herself well and for others well. 
to the glory of God. That's the woman in Proverbs 31. And what she knows by starting, starting out in verses 1 and 2 in Proverbs 31 is that if you, if you as a man choose a woman that is a good time rather than a good legacy, you will find yourself in ruin, mm. not in a place of respected authority. Yeah. That's just, that's just truth. I mean, in, in King Lemuel's position, it could literally destroy a nation. Um, following after the wrong, the wrong thing, following after, um, the type of person that God calls dangerous, calls irresponsible, calls reckless, um, and, and not following what God would call beautiful and good and strong and righteous, um, and wise and loving, um, all of these things God refers to in his word of, of, of the Proverbs 31 woman. Um, you know, it even says right here that charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Um, and, and I, again, it's this whole chapter just slaps whap right in the face. Um, well, okay. (laughs) There's nothing more that needs to be said. (laughs) Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> There's nothing more that needs to be said that Cardi B hasn't already said. Oh boy, did she. Um Having said that, we have we've already we're already juxtaposing here. I wanted to we want to bring in this passage, particularly from the New Testament, where where we have the we have the a picture of the church being painted that the church is like a family. So so there are there are several ways in which the church is is likened to a a unit that is together. So you have the church viewed as as a body functioning together that that all the pieces of a body coming together completely make a a a working and functioning person. So the church has many different people all functioning together to have the church be healthy and active and effectuating the call of God to glorify him in this world. You also have the picture of the church as a family. And particularly when you pick up um, the the pastoral epistle of 1 Timothy, where Paul is writing to Timothy, who he considered his child in the faith, like a son to him. He's trying to instruct him on how Timothy is to lead the church at Ephesus. And one of the, the encouragements he has for, in 1 Timothy 5 for Timothy himself is how he should relate to older and younger men and older and younger women. And I think this is such a great call um, for us to actually make this practical. So this is what this is what it looks like to actually value um, women in God's economy here. In God's economy. How does it look like? What does it look like to value women? Um, well, it, it, it looks like this. First Timothy 5, starting in uh, verse 1, it says, Do not sharply rebuke an older man, but rather appeal to him as a father, and to the younger men as brothers, the older women as mothers, and the younger women as sisters in all purity. Here the call is familial at every level. And so the church is to function in a way that it's to show society that we, we respect those that are older than us by appealing to them in a loving way, like a son would appeal to a father if, if there was an issue that the son needed to, to speak to the father about, right? And, and to younger, this men, men that are younger as brothers. I mean, we as men in the church are called to treat older women like mothers and younger women as sisters. Does that mean there's time for enjoyment and laughter and fun? Absolutely. And all those things. That's, that's how my, my younger kids interact with each other. Mm-hmm. But, but what they, what, what there is never an opportunity for, um, is for, uh, uh, 
a man in God's economy to begin speaking to a woman as if they were a over-moist body part. That's not, there's nothing acceptable in God's economy about that. And what we have here is a picture of in, in, in God's family, women are to be loved and cherished mm-hmm. by men. And so this is with a call to ladies. One, love, cherish yourself as God sees you. View your, get your worth from God and who he says you are. Men, it's the same. You should be getting your value and worth from who God says you are. And you should be treating women appropriately as God has called you to treat them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and ladies, the same is true of men. So at no point, right, is this a song that any Christian should be singing? No. Nope. It's just not one of those, oh, it's got, it's so catchy. There's nothing, there's nothing catchy enough about this song except STDs. And I, I'm telling oh. you, don't do it. Oh. You don't do it. Yeah, you'll you'll catch something, all right. Oh yeah, but you're gonna need at least some antibiotics. The <laughs> at minimum. Um. So how do you how do you stack up? How do we stack up? WAP with this weight, this weight that is that is given to the glory of God's creation in women, and also how men are to relate. God's men are to relate to women. I, I mean, just looking at some of the words that we use to describe the relationship, right? So, I mean, in First in Timothy, um, I believe it called us to, to <clears throat> treat one another with all purity. Now, that word obviously has a ton of connotations, and we're not going to dive into all of the exact definition of purity, but I think we all have a picture of what purity looks like in our heads, and it doesn't look like... Uh, Lord, I need a hard hitter. I need a deep stroker. I need a henny drinker. I need a weed smoker. Uh, I, I don't think those mm. are in the same category of purity. Um, when you look at Proverbs 31, we're talking about someone who's resourceful, someone who is respectable and respected, someone who, um, is, is smart and wise and capable of handling her herself and her family's business. Um, we don't see that here. This person is in, in WAP is selfish and single-minded. Um, you know, o- only wanting one thing uh, in pretty much the most terrible of ways. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Oh my god! I, I, I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did. I didn't know if we wanted to adjust the lyrics again. I should never click on that tab. No, no. Just I mean, just even see them is just. It's, absolutely... You can't. You can't. You know what? That line sums up how I feel. I want to gag. That that, that that line sums up how I feel about I this. This the second. This is a funny line here. It's just not appropriate. <laughs> it is kind of funny. Oh, it's funny. It's disgusting. Oh dear gracious. So I mean, none of these words that the Bible uses to describe the dignity, value, worth, preciousness, strength of women are any of the words that come even remotely close to describing the song WAP. Um there is a total objectification of women in WAP that I mean, please, that even feminists should should absolutely reject. I mean, you, you want to put women on a pedestal, which, which to some extent 
I, I love to put my wife on a pedestal, but, um, but like you want to put women on a pedestal, WAP is not how you do it. WAP is not how you do it. Unless your pedestal is simply sex. And that's, that's what this does. This makes women a, a literal one trick pony. No pun intended on the trick, but they're, they're just, they're, they're good for, they're good for sex. And, and that is, that is only one piece. I mean, the woman in Proverbs 31, she, she builds a home. She builds a business. She runs a charity. I mean, this woman is not, this woman is not looking to gain her, her wealth and power from simply being a sex object. And that is what WAP is absolutely saying. That is what it's saying. Can't cook, can't clean, but it can do other, I can do other things. That's what, that's what, that's the message of WAP. Hey, it rhymed. Oh, unintentional. Poet didn't even know it. And so the value of a woman that the woman the woman in WAP is is in one thing she has she has value in one place literal place and also in one place in in culture and that is glorifying sex and this is you want to you just keep setting back the 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 equality of women when we do this, when we do this kind of stuff and the fact that you can let five year old girls see this video they can just click on and watch it dear gosh guard your internet guard your phone. Hide your kids, hide your wife, hide. I mean, this is, I, you can't, you, you've got to watch this stuff. I mean, th- we, we, we censor ideas. We censor ideas on, on YouTube, but we do not censor this video. There's no even a click through like, oh, or confirm your age. No, it's just go right ahead and watch these two ladies sing about the genitalia in detail. I mean, it, it doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. It's not helpful. It's, it's actually dangerous and it's problematic. I mean, it's, it's more than just bad. It has ramifications for actual people in negative ways. So this is where we're talking about, you know, the cultural problem. And, and you, you touched on it is that there, there are videos on YouTube, um, that, that are, that are for all intents and purposes centered, I mean, be it conservative content, be it liberal content, if it's an idea that YouTube or that culture will outlash about, you know, they'll, they'll censor it. They'll either demonetize it or put it behind a a block of sensitive content. Um, I mean, I, I know you were just looking at, a uh, uh, it was just a conversation on, on police brutality and equality in America. And that had a click through to verify your age because the content was sensitive. And I'm like, I'm sorry if, if just talking about ideas is sensitive, but, but the complete and explicit objectification of women, both verbally through the lyrics and visually through that video. I mean, we haven't even touched mainly because you and I couldn't even get to any of the video without it just being absolutely repulsive from the very opening 10 milliseconds. I mean, that just, I I agree with you. That boggles our mind and it shows that our culture, our culture's priorities are upside down. Our culture's priorities are not God's priorities. And that shouldn't come as a shock to anybody. Nope. But, but it, it, again, it, it has ramifications and this is where it kind of all circles back into this whole idea of, of cuties thing, you know, cuties. Because when we're objectifying women and when, when women are just sex objects, you know, and, and all of our young, and, and, and we put these cultural heroes up there and we're literally worshiping on their YouTube page, something that 
that denigrates and objectifies a woman and brings their life and purpose and meaning to such a trivial thing as how how men get to use their bodies that that young ladies are our daughters you know uh our our sisters are are watching and instead of learning purity instead of learning um humility and generosity and thriftiness um and, and wisdom they're learning what they need to do to get their peers to notice them. And so that means they dress. Well, it's not, it's not even that. It's not even just that. I mean, there are lots of ways to get your peers. It's only to get their peers to notice them through sexually explicit clothing, uh, through, through all the TikTok dances, through, through all the Instagram apps. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, 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 how can I look, how can I, how can I, as a 12 year old, look like a 25 year old? What, what bathing suit can I wear to push up my breasts so that I look <clears throat> like I'm ready for business? And, mm -hmm. and like, it, it's, it's just, it's just degrading. It's degrading. And it's, it's dangerous. Absolutely. Instead of seeing women as equal image bearers that bring completion to the creative order with beauty and strength, they're, they are things built for gratification and bought with lies. It's such, a, a messed up message for our culture to have. I mean, it's, it's instead of protecting the valued treasure that, that women are as, as we would, or as we should, as the Bible would describe, we should be treating them as our sisters and our mothers. We are simply exploiting them to whatever end is desired. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's literal, objectification it's in for lack of a better term it is a slavery that, that we would be placing women under for whatever anybody would want to use them for that's it's disgusting so we really gotta we've really gotta move away um from culture in some of these places and i i i think i think i was talking to you briefly today about this kind of this kind of thinking um, when we have things like this, we, we have to be clear and definitive on taking a stand. Um, I, I'm not saying, please, one, don't expose your child in any way if they have not been exposed to WAP. But two, if your child is a little older, you should know if they've seen it. And you should be talking through this stuff. And you should be clear about about what God has called the beauty that God has made women for and, 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 and the glory that they can they can share in as they glorify God in fulfilling his call on the, on the life of a woman, which is a weighty and glorious call. Um, but, but more so it's, it's like this in all these things. So when you think about Netflix, I mean, it, it, it gets to a point where you have to start to consider, do I want to be entertained or do I need to make a sacrifice with my dollar to actually do something? And we always talk about what, what do we do? I mean, <clears throat> If, if, if cuties is a content, now if you search for cuties, you'll be, you'll, you'll find out that there's, there's a myriad of, myriad of content on Netflix that you can, you can tune into that finds itself in a similar way, just incredibly questionable, um, in its content, in its, in its philosophy, and also just visually. The idea of, of cuties is that there's an 11 year old girl who becomes entranced in a dance crew of other 11 year old girls. Who are just really good at twerking and over-sexualizing themselves in their dress and then their makeup and in how they dance. Um, and, and the problem, the, the problem here is you'll, you'll see it described. Let me see if I can pull up the description 
uh, real quick for you. You'll see it described if you are to follow through uh, and click on the video before playing it. It says it's an 11 year old Amy starts to rebel against her conservative family's traditions when she becomes fascinated uh, with a free spirited dance crew. And one of the things we find out is that it's not just that she's conservative, a conservative family. It's a conservative religious family that happens to, to be a uh, Muslim. And so it's, there's obviously a conservative value in the family. She runs the other way. Now, I'm not getting into the, the connotations there of it. I just want you to understand what you're, what, what we're talking here. We're talking about a woman, a little girl, 11 year old girl, a, a very young girl running towards a sexualized culture in the face of her, her, her family. Literally, what we're doing at its core is we're pitting, we're pitting here in this context, right? We're paying the family as evil and the 11 year old oversex objectified girls that are twerking as, as good and right. So we're already setting up a dichotomy here. <clears throat> we're setting it up. Even if we're doing it tacitly and even if it doesn't resolve to be that way in the movie, that's what we're setting up. And, and in setting it up that way, all right, and this is not to, this is in no way, I, I don't, we do not have the time to go into all those, those layers there of just those things that I've mentioned. But the reality of it is, is when you have 11 year olds going to dance competitions and 13 and 14 year old boys talking to them, that's, that's messed up. That's just messed up. Hashtag not my daughter. No. I mean, we, we have to, we have to then express ourselves verbally, right? We, we have to look for ways to petition, join together, make sure Netflix knows, right? So we can push content that is better than that. That content is not good enough, right? It's just not good enough. And we have to say with our dollar, you know what? Do I need Netflix, right? Do I need Netflix? If Disney wants to support Uyghur concentration camps in China because all Disney cares about is dollars and doesn't give a rat's rear end about communism and the destruction force that it is. Or human rights. Or <laughs> any, any of them. Any of them at all. I mean, we literally fought a war when they started putting Jews in death camps. Now we're rounding up Uyghurs over in China and we're like, hey, we understand, but but would you give us a dollar for a video? Can we? We don't we don't want to go to Georgia, but can we can we come on over here? No. He, he, here's what you have to say. Do they need my money? Is this what I'm going to pay for? Is there anything else I can watch? No, absolutely not. No, oh, it's just Netflix and it's just, no. You have to start to take a proactive stance here and you have to really communicate with your family about this stuff because this stuff is there, it is out there, it is for everyone to see and it is it is an infiltration. It's an infiltration. It's one more step. We've taken, we've taken fatherlessness, we've, we've, we've taken men out of, the, the role of father and we've taken them out of the home and you know what that happens when the sheep when, when the when the shepherd's away the wolf will eat that's what will happen the wolf will eat and now we have our kids exposed and they are not protected and it is time that we as Christians begin to push back on this stuff with all the methods that we can because God has more for women than whap mm. that's just the long term of it yeah I mean, and, and, and through his word and through his church, we have all of the resources that, that God would have for us to combat these lies. It's not like God was ignorant to the fact that, the, that we would be talking about this in 2020, you know, arguably the worst year in human history. Um, you know, he, he wasn't ignorant of that. He, and he has given us all that we need through his word and through his people. Uh, I could and, argue it's not the worst year in history. Uh, all right, <laughs> but uh, 
But I mean, the reality is, is that this can be combated. This can be pushed back. This can be rightly exposed and, and rightly corrected in our families that, that, that you're not too late to start making corrections for your family. And I mean, those that would argue that it's just art and that art itself is just some, you know, simple, neutral, uh, thing that we just get to enjoy for the sake of art. No, that's wrong. Art also submits and bends to the will of God. Amen. Art in order to be beautiful must be beautiful about the things that God calls beautiful and denigrating, uh, women who he made in his image is not beautiful to God. It is an abomination to him. And so, and so when we objectify women via the, the Super Bowl halftime show, uh, WAP through, through shows that we watch on Netflix, we are, we are promoting things that God feels very strongly about. Um, it, we are taking the image of someone that he has made so precious and beautiful and strong and powerful, and we are throwing it in the garbage, um, which is right where we should be throwing whap. Whap. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Say that again. Yeah. So I think it, it just encouraging uh, you guys tonight. What what we wanted to share one is one be on top of culture. You got to know what's going on. This is this is it. If you don't know. Uh, you, your kids will, <laughs> your right. kids will, even though you may not, you have to know what's happening. Um, and, and you've got to really make, we got to make decisions well for our family and dear goodness, men, if that means we have to subscribe to a few less uh, video on demand services, then Mike, that's, that's not a hard thing. That's not a hard choice. I mean, dear gosh, read a book or something. Um, that, that's not even, there's great things. Why don't you go ahead and watch Little House on the Prairie? <clears throat> I know, I know. We had to take Laura Ingalls Wilder and take away her prizes and take away her awards because obviously she was an evil bigot. Watch the show, though. I mean, you learned how to milk a cow by watching. Learned how to milk a cow. The things you could learn, and you never know when that might come in handy. You never know when there might be some sort of you know riotous apocalypse, in in which case you will uh, have to make your own cheese. I mean, or just need milk. I mean, I like milk. Milk makes so many good things, like butter and 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 cheese. And then, and cow ice cream makes me want to buy a cow right now. Oh actually, gosh. you know, you can't do that. You have to actually have a farming license. You know, anyway, we're getting off of government regulating everything. You have to have a farming license. Civil disobedience. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Where are you going to put it? You know what? We're getting off of topics here. The big idea from the night, let us value women more by nurturing God's perspective and decrying cultures, cultures push for our daughters, sisters, and mothers to demean themselves into shallow skin deep death. Yeah. Yes and amen. Yeah, uh, we need to we need to bring life to this scenario because uh, right now it, it it is indeed a culture of darkness and and death, and we don't want um, we don't want to be voices um, that turn a, or eyes that turn a blind eye to that. We want to be walking in the light, and and as we are walking in the light, we will allow that light to push its way deep into the darkness to eradicate it forever. So, yep. So if you would disagree with our title for tonight, if uh, if WAB is okay, our culture hates women, go ahead and push back on that. And then um, I'll push back on that. That's what I'm saying. Then repent. And that's, and that's, that's, that's what we can do. Uh, if you find this resource to be helpful to you, feel free to, um, you know, 
subscribe to our podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. More importantly, it doesn't matter because we're not monetized. Please feel free to share it and use it. And uh, it may be a helpful blessing to you uh, in your walk uh, with God and in culture. If you uh, if you have do not yet know God, yeah. may this be helpful to you. Yeah, and uh, definitely check out the show notes. We'll have some great links to some great resources as to how to walk through um, different worldview and different cultural conversations with your kids so that you can be prepared. Because even if they don't see it in your home, they might see it in someone else's. And so they need to have the maturity to walk through um, those ideas uh, under your guidance and with your help, um, no matter what the circumstances they find themselves in. So uh, we want to help you in that too. So, Amen. Now, from the top, make it drop. Now, get a bucket and a mop. <laughs> oh, my God. So you didn't bad. see it coming. I did. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that that uh, like Dr. Seuss. Oh, macaroni in a pot. Oh, God. I just <laughs> enough. <laughs> Apparently, it took like three oh, writers God. to write these lyrics. And I'm like, I think like, <laughs> like a two-year-old with a horrible vocabulary could have put this together without a problem. Macaroni. Goodness gracious. Oh, no. Why, culture? Why? We can't get these seconds back. (sighs) All right. Well, uh, until the next time, just keep uh, seizing the faith. Seize the faith.